You've heard it a million times. Improving your writing will make you better at just about any job you can think of. But how do you actually improve? How do you hone the craft? Marketing expert and best-selling author Anne Handley dedicates much of her own writing to teaching the craft. And she says the most important component of effective writing is the unique voice of the author. Especially today, when everyone with a social media account is a de facto marketer and AI writing tools are improving at rapid speed, the ability to communicate with your own unique, unaffected voice is the key skill that makes great writers stand out. So, how do you write in your own voice? And more importantly, how do you get better at it? My name is Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organizational psychologist and the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. On today's My Favourite Tip episode, we go back to an interview from the past and I pick out my favourite tip from the interview. In today's show, I speak with Anne Handley, and this conversation starts with Anne talking about how she approached creating the second edition of her best-selling book on writing called Everybody Writes. And I might just add, if your job involves anything to do with writing, even if it's just writing emails, you need to read this book right now. So my intention was to to do the equivalent of, you know, uh, you know, running the vacuum over the, over the place, maybe doing a little light dusting, you know, maybe spray some like, you know, like spray some for breathe around and like freshen it up in that way. Then I sat down to to read it again just to start making some notes. And I thought, you know, I'll probably end up with like maybe 10 pages of notes of things that I need to change. But as I started reading, I kept writing things down and writing things down. And next thing I know, I had 30 pages of notes and then 40 pages of notes. And I was like, no, I think what we're going to do here is not a dusting and not a vacuuming, not a freezing to freshen. Instead, what we're going to do is take it right down to the studs and we're going to build it from the ground up. So to your point, it's like, yeah, a lot of the bones are there. Like a lot is similar, but there's also a, a whole lot of new stuff in it. Um, and a lot of that reflects my thinking. So, for example, in the first edition, I talked about 13 things that we as creators, as entrepreneurs, as businesses write, as business owners write. In the second edition, there's 20 things. Now, why is that? It's not because I discovered there's like, you know, things that have been around forever. It's because they've happened in the past eight years, you know. Um, it's because now we are writing a whole lot more. We're communicating a whole lot more. There's new channels and new new areas of communication that, that we need to explore. Um, and in some cases, my thinking has expanded too. Like in the first edition, I had a very, very thin chapter about email. The second edition, I have three chapters all about email, email newsletters, direct response, email, and why I believe so strongly in, in email as a communication tool. So all of that had changed. But you know, what's more than that, and I think this kind of answers your question, like I've changed, you know, because one of the things that I really realized when I went through and started reading the first edition of the book in anticipation of writing the next edition was that how different my voice sounded. And as I read the first edition, I almost didn't recognize the writer, even though the writer was me, even though I wrote that, you know, eight or nine years ago at this point, I didn't recognize how I phrased things and I sensed 
this writer feels a little bit uptight and this writer feels like, you know, she has some anxiety and that was me. So one of the things I did was kind of got rid of all that. I kind of addressed it head on and, and just rewrote it with my own voice now. And what I've done over the past, you know, eight years since the first edition, in particular, I'd say in the last four or five years, is that I've been a much more consistent creator in a public way. So that even though I wrote a book, like I just, I wasn't necessarily practicing writing on a regular basis. And what I've done is I've launched an email newsletter, for example. And the significance of that is that I publish every other Sunday. And that means that I have a deadline that I set for myself every every other Sunday. I have to, whether I want to or not, I'm communicating with an audience, offering them value. And it's taught me a lot about how to engage others through my writing, just through that the, the kind of practice of that email newsletter. So it's not just an email newsletter. Really what it is, is it's really, it's been, it's been a way that I've grown like as a writer. Um, I mean, certainly like marketing has changed, channels have changed, all the things that, you know, that, that, are, are new in marketing, but also our world has changed. You know, we, we are here in, you know, at the very end of 2022, you and I are talking heading into 2023 and we're still in a post COVID world and we will always be in a post COVID world, but we're still, um, you know, the effects of it are, are still with us. And so that, yeah, there's a lot of things that have changed. We've changed. The world has changed. Marketing has changed. Um, and I've changed. You mentioned how the voice of Anne had changed in the last eight years. And I guess, you know, you could call that your your brand voice. Um, I, I'm curious as to how have you gone about developing or finding your brand voice? Because I feel like it's something that a lot of people struggle with and they feel like they just have to fit into the corporate brand, for example, that they work within. A big misconception about brand voice is that it's something you find, you know, that it doesn't exist. And you like are, are walking in the forest one day and you trip over it. And now it's like, oh, look, there's my brand voice. Like it doesn't work that way. Instead, it's actually something that's already inside you. I mean, it's already there. And I think it's about tapping into it and allowing it to come out, having the confidence to let it out. All of those things instead of finding your voice. Um, because we all, you know, we all have it. It's not like an artificial thing that's like thrust upon us externally. Instead, it's within us. When we're working with brands, though, like say, for example, if I'm a content creator who is writing, I don't know, um, maybe writing blog posts for like a big corporate brand. Well, like, how do I figure out like using my voice within that construct? I mean, think about the parameters of your brand. Who are you? What do you stand for? Um, not you personally, but the brand you work for. Like, what are they all about? Like, they should have some parameters around their own around their own voice, like in some kind of voice guide or something like that. I talk about that in the second edition. But that doesn't mean that you have to write like them. Like, you're not shoving your voice into those into that construct. Instead, it's about how do I use my voice within that construct? So... I think of it as kind of like um, like guardrails, you know, it makes sure you don't like fly off into like no man's land and like crash and burn. But at the same time, you know, it's not meant to be restrictive either. So when I think about brand voice, that's how I think about it. If you enjoyed this extract of my chat with Anne, you might want to go and listen to the whole interview, which you can find a link to in the show notes. 
If you're looking for more tips to improve the way that you work, I write a short fortnightly newsletter that contains three cool things that I've discovered that help me work better, ranging from software and gadgets that I'm loving through to interesting research findings. You can sign up for that at howiwork.co. That's howiwork.co. Thank you for sharing part of your day with me by listening to How I Work. If you're keen for more tips on how to work better, connect with me via LinkedIn or Instagram. I'm very easy to find. Just search for Amantha Imba. How I Work was recorded on the traditional land of the Wurundjeri people, part of the Kulin Nation. I am so grateful for being able to work and live on this beautiful land, and I want to pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Nimba who did the audio mix and makes everything sound better than it would have otherwise.